Hello and welcome to Ignite PT Radio. On these podcasts, we shall be doing various different features, including weekly Q&As and monthly Q&As. Throughout the weekly Q&As, I will be bringing you a different topic, which I will discuss at length. And within the monthly Q&As, I will be meeting with another person within the fitness industry to discuss their experiences, their views and their chosen focuses within the fitness field. So without further ado, let's get down to today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a new episode of Q&A. So this week, I'm going to discuss a very poignant subject which is how to keep on track um, during this new reality that we're currently facing. I'm recording this, we are on the 10th of May. Um, So we are, I believe, we're coming to the end of our seventh week in lockdown. With this, of course, many of us have faced numerous challenges with changes to our setups, our daily structures, our daily routines. And of course, when it comes to our nutrition and our training itself, that's something that's also taken a, a big hit and we've been faced with numerous different challenges when it comes to change. You know, the gyms are currently closed under government um, regulations and under government guidelines. And we're in a position where we largely can't train and perform as we usually would do. So a very common theme has been lots of questions as to how to best approach this, how to stay on track, and whether to focus on, say, for example, maintaining what you've got with regards to strength as much as possible or whether there's even a possibility to grow within this time. So I'm going to start off with one of the main things, which is looking at re-establishing really, really sorry, some accountability as to where we are now. So like I mentioned, everything will have changed. Whether you are currently working from home and you're able to continue to work or you are on furlough, so you're not working at all, there's a very high chance there will have been a shift in the amount um, that you're active each day and the amount that you're having as your daily intake when it comes to food. So whether this is positively or potentially negatively in regards to your activity levels may have gone up more. Say, for example, if you've been furloughed and previously you were very sedentary, you barely moved around that much each day, and now you're in a position where each day you're getting out for, for longer walks, making the most of the, 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 the um, daily allowance that we have for our, our activity outside, and you may be training at home a bit more frequently. Or, on the other side of things, as a result, you may be spending less time active. For, my, for myself, for example, I would be spending hours and hours, 10 to 14 hour days sometimes, coaching and on my feet and barely sitting down for the, the entire day. So as a result, if I was just to sit around and be idle, you can see that there'd be a big shift in the amount that I was active each day. And these things can very quickly add up. So along with that, many of us, like I say, are in our home environments way more than we usually would be. So as a result, chances are we're probably eating a little bit more than we would as well. We have everything accessible to us at all times. So, you know, we, if we are working from home, it's a case, oh, I'll just have a little, another, we may have more frequent tea breaks as a result with that. We then, for example, may be having more biscuits with it or having snacks at more frequent points than you would do when you're at work or when you're in a normal working environment. Because if you think about it, you're usually in a position where you don't have your your kitchen or a, a load of food, possibly either downstairs or in the next room to you, or even the same room. So as a result, chances are there's gonna be quite a big of a shift in the balance, whether it be for potentially positive or negative. But either way, these things can add up quite quickly. So something that's really important to do if you haven't already 
is to get a grip and understand where you are currently with regards to your intake and your expenditure with your activity levels each day. So a simple way of doing this, and I think the most important thing you can do to begin with, is have a look at just checking in with yourself as to where you are with your nutrition. So with that in mind, it doesn't have to be anything um, overcomplicated or fancy. You can literally just keep a, a food log, pen to paper, using a notebook for a seven day period. Straight away, this just adds an extra layer of accountability. With that in mind, you, you may then notice, okay, well actually I don't need this snack or I don't need that snack. I don't need this extra portion or larger portion of meal that I've been having. And straight away you may start to notice these little habits and things that have crept in or changed. And of course over time will add up either positively or negatively. Along with that, start to have a look at what your sort of average routine is with your exercise levels. There's also a very strong chance that you aren't training as frequently or you know, for obvious reasons, because we're not in a gym environment, the intensity that you would be lifting as well. So all of this will add up. So I think when it comes to training itself, just moving on to this nicely, it's one of those things where a lot of us have been very much challenged with regards to having the motivation to train at home, um, finding the consistency and all these kind of things as well. And that's a massively important thing to take into consideration, because if you think about it, there's a few major things at role here. When it comes to training within a gym environment, we will usually be in a position where we are looking at going into an entirely different environment, you know, unless you're working in a gym like I am, for example. But most of you, that will be an additional space for you to go to. So as a result, that in itself is almost part of the, uh, the ritual and the routine. Going to the gym, going through that sort of routine of doing that gets you in the mindset of I'm here to train. This is my time and I have my objectives that I want to tick off for the session. We are now out of that environment. We are now out of a, a circumstance where we can do that. So something that is very, very important is to look at the, um, the impact that that can have. So say if you are sat down in your living room working most of the day, because you're working from home, and you get to the end of the day and you've sold yourself that you're going to train today, or that's frequently your training day. And your training space that you would usually turn to to train is your living room. You've just been sat there for, you know, eight to ten hours, for example, if not a little bit longer, slogging away with work, and then you've got to go from that that mindset and that kind of energy in that space to switching to okay, right, I'm ready to get on the training, have a good session, and tick off the objectives for that that day. It's going to be a challenge. It's going to be a challenge. And something I would say that is quite easy to overlook is the importance of creating a space or creating something that gives you that trigger of this is my time to train and this is my space to train. And I think that's really, really important as well. So when we're looking at that, maybe have, if you've got space for a spare room or you've got some outside space that is like covered if we are having bad weather, we've been pretty lucky to be fair during this lockdown, um, just somewhere that can be an additional space for you so you know that that is yours to train in and you still have that connection with it so it's a separate space away from whether you're chilling out there most of the day you're relaxing there you're using it as a working space there's somewhere that still is creating essentially that that extra space and that extra environment for you as your gym as your space to exercise as your space to train that can be massively important so along with this is just adding it back into the routine so it's very easy because everything, regardless whether you're working from home or not, just feels like it's merging into another day, day after day, they are just merging. 
So I think having a look at just mapping out your structure again and re-establishing that and getting that routine into place is massively important. Um, so just set yourself a, a, a couple of days, how many training days you want to realistically hit and re-establish that routine. Motivation will definitely be in an area where it may be peaking and more dramatically topping than it has done before. So again, it's something that I've touched on before with a, an entire podcast based on it, that to rely on motivation alone isn't going to get you as far as, say, for example, having things set routinely and into a structured regime. So re-establishing that would be very important. So just looking down, having a look through your diary, just blocking out some time for yourself each day or um, on whichever how many days, um, sorry, that you want to train for. That can be massively important as well. But this is more so than ever. It's a, it's a really, really unique opportunity for us to focus on developing strength and improving on weaker links, for example. When we're in a usual training environment, you know, doing things like uh, training in the gym, it's something that we massively took for granted amongst loads of other things that I know that lo like all of us are craving right now. But it's one of those things that when you're in that environment, it can be very easy to be like a, a child in a, a um, toy factory and just go crazy and focus on the things that you really enjoy and love doing and your favorite movements. And as a result, kind of brushing their equally as important accessory or kind of additional work to one side that will really be very beneficial but may not be as kind of eye-catching or as appealing to you as these main movements are for example we all have our favorite movements we'll have movements that we dislike but that doesn't mean that they're any less important chances are i found as well after working in the industry for a little while the, the ones that we dislike tend to be the ones that are challenging us the most and as a result we need to focus on a little bit more sadly it just works that way and we're now in a position where you can largely focus on developing these weaker links. You've got, a lot of us have got way less equipment than we usually would do unless you've got a group of friends in a setup. So as a result, having a look at ways that you can channel and target these areas that are weaker links for you is massively um, beneficial. You know, if you can come out the other side of this, feeling just well, a lot more well-rounded with your training and a lot more well-rounded with your ability, you're gonna, you're gonna have a huge win, a huge, huge, huge win because you're then looking at the effect, the, the effects that's gonna carry over to your training and your training program and your training principles when you are back in the gym environment. And it's like, I feel just, you, you wanna go back into the gym feeling bulletproof and ready to get straight back into the swing of things. And that's massively important as well, because it can just be a case of, oh, I just feel like I'm slogging through the motions here and I'm not really benefiting from any of this. When you just need to have a look at a shift in your mindset in that regard and look at, okay, well, I can still do all of these things, even with very minimal or next to no equipment, you know, maybe looking for some more someone that's done the, the live lunchtime sessions I've done pretty much every weekday since lockdown started. And I'm sure you'll testify to the fact that doing body weight training can be extremely effective and it's just a massively important time. Another question that I've been faced with and have seen quite a lot is whether you know, people being worried about losing strength or people being worried about, should I focus on retaining here, you know, when it comes to physique or strength or whatever, or is it, you know, is it an appropriate time to look to build? For me, what I've been recommending to people is focus on maintaining as much as you physically can. Focus on maintaining and keeping everything ticking over, regardless of the amount of equipment we have available at home chances are you're not going to have anywhere near as much as you would do in your gym environment or you won't be able to mimic the same resistance profiles anywhere near as efficiently so if you aim to maintain 
and then anything happens beyond that and like i said there's no reason why you can't come back as a much more um bulletproof and well-rounded um person when it comes to your strength and your training um but if you aim for that men- that maintenance and you aim for that um just to keep you on track and just to keep you in check if things happen above that then that's a huge win for us that's a huge win for you and that's what i'm largely focusing with as well I'm in a more lucky situation where I have got a fair bit of equipment available to me, but I'm not looking to, you know, it's not the right time. Look at this, look at the circumstance we're in right now. This is not the right time to really focus on pushing and going for new personal bests or new peaks or new, um, you know, tottering to new heights with your training. It's not the, nobody would say in their right mind that this is an optimal position to do that. But there are so many things that you can focus on that are developing weakness in the meantime. So that kind of concludes really my thoughts as to how to you know, utilize this lockdown life and lockdown living um, and this new normality and new normal that we have come to. And the main bullet points I'd say is know where you are right now. If you haven't had a time to just stop and check in with where you are, what you're doing with your intake and your, your, your sort of expenditure of your exercises each sort of day and then week, it's gonna be a mass, massively important to do. And then on top of that, have a look at re-establishing routines if needs be. Creating a space that is yours to train when training alone is gonna be really beneficial with that so you can flip the switch with regards to your mindset from being at home and working to going into a training environment. Um, focusing on the positives as much as you can and having a look at just continuing to develop weaker links and, and channeling those as best possible. And as I mentioned, I think it's just important that we keep our sights set on maintenance course when we come back to the gym it's going to be important for you to have a gradual phase back up with the intensity and to re-establish movement patterns that you've not been able to do into the full effectiveness or um, the full um, variations in your home environment and then just build back up from there once we're in the gym there's no rush you can have all the time in the world once we get back it's going to be difficult i can imagine and i know, I know i'll be the same just not to be like again a kid in the toy factory and just wanting to go all in play with everything and have an absolute riot but the injury <laughs> you know the injury chance is going to go up with that so just have a focus on the positives that you can do right now anyway i hope you're all keeping well i hope you are finding enjoyment through this time and i look forward